so angry. It's a whole civilization that's <laughs> yeah. built up around this supercomputer. What what does that mean? What is Oh boy. <laughs> Hey, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Bridge Podcast. Um, today we're actually discussing finding your one word to live by for the year. Denise Harper from the morning show is here. Good. Good. Hello. Hello. It's <laughs> I was saying good morning because it's such a I habit know. for me. When I get near a microphone, I say good morning. That's what I do. <laughs> Bill Sammons, you're also on the morning show I, with yes. Denise. Thank you both for joining us. Mark Dickey is here from the afternoon. Good afternoon, Mark. I hey. We're just going to keep going with that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Andrew Jackson, director of marketing here at The Bridge. We're going to share some of our personal stories surrounding this idea of finding your one word, but I wanted to remind you of our sponsor. This podcast would not be possible without them. Boardwalk Plaza Hotel and Victoria's Restaurant in Rehoboth is the place that you can come to see why the locals have called it their favorite for 27 years. I think 27 our, years. Stop. I think our podcast's word is boardwalk. Ah, the boardwalk. Maybe we could rename. I don't know. <laughs> the only thing they overlook is the ocean. That's their. Uh, oh, there you go. It's one of their slogans. Is it's beautiful? I love it. It's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. So there's this idea floating around out there of grabbing your one word, making it your watchword for the year, or making it your go-to word, using it as like a filter for everything you do, everything you hear, everything you think about. Am I hitting that on the uh, right on the head, Denise? Yeah, you know. I- a uh, number of years ago, my pastor's wife encouraged me to ask the Lord to give me a word for the coming year, that she had done it for a number of years, and I wasn't exactly sure what that would be like, uh, but I remember after I'd prayed about it for a while, I just kept coming back to this word intentional. And it was amazing how many times throughout that year I had thoughts about how important it was to be intentional, and I really needed to be intentional about so many things in my life, just kind of trying to get things in order, you know. And so to me, it really helped me to focus on what God wanted to teach me. There's a really neat thing about whether you pick the word or it picks you, mm-hmm. you know, there's something neat about the discovery process of what does that word mean? What does it mean to your friends? How does it impact you? And uh, for instance, my word this year is quiet, which I tried to shove back when I first heard it and it kept coming back to me because I'm thinking, okay, Denise Harper being quiet, that's going to be a stretch. (laughs) Uh, But the very first day, just sitting and thinking about it and being quiet, I started this process of thinking through what will I hear if I'm quiet? Hmm. And I came up with, within five minutes, a pretty long list of things that I'm able to hear when I'm not doing the speaking. Hmm. <laughs> and I kept hearing this, uh, listen small and, or, I'm sorry, speak small and listen large. Okay. Speak small, listen large. So, so you've just drug this huge crate into the room <laughs> that we need to unpack because there is, yeah. you, you touched on a lot of different things there. One, you touched on... Um, whether or not your word finds you or whether you go out and find your word. Right. And then the idea of of how do you go about evaluating a word? I mean, there's so many mm-hmm. words that we want to strive to be like. Maybe there's a word that we want to, you know, uh, define or hem ourselves in. Um, yeah. Like you said, from from going overboard on, on noise in our life, we want to quiet down. But then 
where do you where do you start to find resources to teach you about this this idea? Well, the internet is a great place, mm-hmm. but one of the very first places I turn is to the Bible. Does my word fall into that into his word somewhere? Mm-hmm. And what can what will his word teach me about that? Okay. Um, there's a there are several references that already have, you know, really been clarified to me just in the whole quiet process in scripture so well, i'm glad you said that because it's it's important to keep a biblical worldview um you know as a christian we want to do what god has purposed for us in life right and so we've got to be uh quiet to hear that still small voice we've got to follow his word and be in prayer um when i was researching this topic it was new to me when you had brought it up and i found a website um, where a gentleman had started this one-word project and was tapping out little jewelry that he made with little words. He'd tap them out and he'd hand them out to people. And this stuff. Well, that became really famous for him. So I read through his website and I thought, well, this is really cool. He really you know, took off with this idea of, of having one word. But, but the thing that kept checking me in my gut was that his perspective on the one word was that it was an intention that you were trying to um, make a reality in your life, mm-hmm. okay? Not that you were waiting to hear from God to direct you. So I think that's a huge, you know, there's two different mm. worldviews there. Yeah. There's that I'm forcing this, I'm going to make it happen in the world, and then there's hearing from God mm-hmm. about where he wants you to like be. Maybe the difference between a New Year's resolution um, versus uh, kind of a spiritual focus of listening, mm-hmm. even if your word's not quiet, but sure. listening for what? God is going to teach you that year, mm-hmm. right? I don't. I've never done it, so I'm 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 all ears on this. I, I know mm-hmm. Denise always tells me at the end of at the beginning of every year what her new word is, and um, I never really until this year took it uh, as something I wanted to do. But I started praying about it, um, and I never got a word. I, I don't know. <laughs> right. I just never. Nothing ever just really sank in on right. me. So I, um, I have, so I don't do it. I haven't done it, but. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that means mm-hmm. about me if it's there and I didn't hear it or, or uh, no, I just yeah. can't settle on one word. I don't know. Well, right. I think if I were to pick a word for you, Bill, I don't know if that <laughs> can Uh-oh. we do that or we <laughs> maybe to? that's a good way to jumpstart. I'll be the judge yeah. of that after this I hear year it. In particular, I would say story is story. Your word. Yeah, because um, I'm writing. I think for a number of reasons, some we can talk about, some mm. maybe not yet mm-hmm. ready to talk about for you, but um, mm. yeah sharing your story mm-hmm. and it just seemed like even within the process of getting ready to write your writing your mm-hmm. story or parts of your story mm-hmm. that that kept coming up in so yeah. many different ways around you that's kind of how sometimes a word will come to you one time um i don't know if i ever told you this you, this was years ago i went to a conference donald miller storyline sure and mm-hmm. one of the things he challenged us to do was write down three reasons that were on the planet and, it, and that came to me really quickly mm-hmm. One of them was to help the disadvantaged. Uh, one of them is to connect people to Jesus and each other, which is our mission here. And the third one is to tell stories. So, <laughs> <laughs> See? yeah. So there you go. Maybe it is. That's a great yeah. conference storyline uh, as a as a tool for you know analyzing yourself and then also um, where you want to go in life. Storyline was mm-hmm. uh, Donald Miller's an incredible teacher, I think. So, do you guys have a word? I do not. I've been a little apprehensive. <laughs> Mark? So my word for the year uh, is 
normally people pick these really encouraging words like focus, right. you know, and story. And um, <laughs> the word that kept popping up to me was eggshells. Hmm. And um, I don't know, maybe growing up through high school, I was very opinionated and would just say, oh, that's wrong. You're wrong. You know, <laughs> I would just be that way. And I kind of overcompensated hmm. up until the recent years of my life where I'm walking on eggshells all the time um, where mm-hmm. I feel like, oh, no, I'm thinking this, which means I can't say it. And so mm. that might help me avoid being confrontational in bad ways. But um, I might not have the courage to say something that needs to be said to someone. I might mm-hmm. be the person in someone's life uh, that God has placed Hmm. To, to get someone out of addiction or out of a relationship or, you know, or, or even a simple mm-hmm. thing. Hey, stop driving like a maniac. Yeah. <laughs> so can I ask you how that happened, how that word eggshell, how did you arrive that, at that being your word? It, uh, this is, goes to Denise. Um, when she, what she said was that the words keep popping up, and for some reason uh, the word eggshell popped up and then it just kept coming. Mm-hmm. Um, it, mm-hmm. it, it, it wasn't... It wasn't a one thought, and then it was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Which came first, the chicken or the eggshell? (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) the chicken created the shell. You know, the egg Mm -hmm. still has the chicken, but once the chicken comes out, (laughs) then it becomes an eggshell. So, the chicken. I wanted to share something that Debbie Maycomber, she's a great author. Uh, You may be familiar with some of her writing um, but she wrote a book in this last year called one perfect word and it's really specifically about that and she shares throughout that book uh, 15 different words that she's had over the years and one of those is uh, I I just wanted to share what she kind of sets up at the beginning of the book she says choosing your word sometimes you'll completely understand why you chose a certain word other times you'll be mystified it's almost as if the word chooses you part of the fun of living with one perfect word for a whole year is that you can get to the very bottom of it you'll never know all there is to discover but as you dig you'll uncover layer after layer ask your friends what the word means to them if you're a social media user blog about your word inviting comments Collect dictionary meetings. Circle the word every time you come across it in literature or poetry. Instead of skimming over ideas as we often have to do with your one word, you can afford to go deep. Mm-hmm. Well, can you blog about it when your word is quiet? <laughs> <laughs> Quietly, I can. Okay. <laughs> hmm. You know, that matches something that I've heard in the past. And maybe, Bill, you can back me up on this. But um, when you have an idea a creative idea maybe, or you want to start something new and you kind of float that idea with a friend Mm -hmm. or you share it with someone else and you hear back, I've heard, if you hear back three times on a a concept, that's kind of um, confirmation Mm -hmm. that you should move forward with that concept. Mm -hmm. So if you're sharing your word with someone or you're talking to your friends about it and they keep saying, Bill, you're... Story is your word, Bill. Mm-hmm. Story, I see you t- telling stories. Right. Bill, I see you creating stories. Hmm. If that keeps coming back to you, maybe that three or more confirmations will, will help to you know, solidify that yeah. that yeah. is your word. Right. Um, you know, I think it's not just what we learn about ourselves or about that word, but I think we can learn things about God. 
mm. through that as well. Because my word is quiet, um, our devotion this morning on the morning show happened to be about a Bible character who listened for God and he was looking, searching for God in so many different places. He listened in the wind, but he didn't hear God. And he listened through the fire and he didn't hear God. But when he was quiet, he heard that still small voice Mm. of God. And I thought how powerful it is that we can learn. There's a part of God that we'll only get to know when we'll be quiet and listen for his quiet voice. Mm. Denise, so you've done this for a couple of years now. Yeah, a number of years. Mm-hmm. So what what does it look like a couple months in or at the end of the year? Like do you have do you have a, a sense of completion or like answers with this word by the end of a year? I try to spend a little time at the end of the year looking back. Uh, I keep a journal of uh, I call it my revelation book. And it is uh, from, you know, with with the word, different things that happen throughout the year, different Maybe it was a poem or a Bible verse or someone shared something with me and it just spoke to that specifically. One year, my word was balance. And I went into it thinking, I I feel like for the first time in years, I'm actually more balanced than I've been in a long time. And Mm -hmm. then everything went haywire that year. Mm -hmm. And I realized God was kind of setting me up to say, (laughs) remember this moment, balance Mm -hmm. and you know, seek to stay balanced in all the chaos and turmoil that goes on around you. Keep your balance. Can I bounce that question back at you since you have a word, eggshells? Eggshell? Eggshells. Has, since you've decided that's the word, have you lived differently, learned differently, heard anything? Basically, I've been more aware of the times when I feel the the storm inside of me wanting to do something, but feeling restrained. And it's, you know, it's kind of like a, like a check, like, okay, is this something that I should say out loud? You know, and it's been helping me practice that. Mm. Like, oh, like, I don't think I'm think, I don't think I'm being selfish by wanting to, you know, bring this out and say something about mm. how this person is acting right now. Um, and it's not an ego stroke. That's the other thing is I, I don't have to always be right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. usually when you're, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I did find, you mentioned it's uh, Debbie Maycomer, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. her book, do you know the title of her book? It is One Perfect Word. One Perfect Word. Okay. I found another one in my search called myoneword.org. It's another Bible study. Um, biblically based, and and the three steps that he goes through are just determine the kind of person you want to be, identify the characteristics of that person, and then pick a word. Mm-hmm. So I guess you just jot down, this is who I want to be, this is someone who is similar, and if the words overlap, maybe that's one of your words. Um, have you walked other people through this, like Debbie and this gentleman have walked others through? Have you walked some of your friends through this approach to finding a word? I haven't. Okay. Uh, other than just to say, if you know, if it's something that you want to try and see if it impacts you, I mean, some sometimes it it doesn't resonate with somebody, and that's right. okay, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I've just had friends who have shared it, you know, with me that they've they've got their word for the year. We can, right. and what's fun, and this is probably a girl thing more than a guy thing, I would guess, but <laughs> like sometimes we'll be sitting over a cup of coffee and just share the latest thing that we've learned about 
our word for the year and how it's impacted us right. or someone around us. Right. So do you have a group of friends now who are going, uh, paying attention to their words? Yes. Good. Cool. Mm-hmm. So then maybe it's something like, uh, you know, when you get a brand new car or, well, brand to me, brand new to me car. (laughs) But when you get that new model car in your family and then they start to show up everywhere on the road, you know what I mean? There's, there it is. Oh, there it is again. That's right. (laughs) You see it everywhere. And since you've brought this to my mind, this idea of having one word, I see it everywhere. Mm -hmm. I hear people mentioning that they're following their word or they're looking for their word. I see things online about you know, uh, words and how to choose your word. Um, so I think it's very interesting. It seems that there is somewhat of a movement behind this. It's not new by any, any stretch of the imagination, but it seems like it's growing momentum. Um, so it'd be fun to find out. Maybe, uh, you know, our listeners can let us know what's your word, you know, send us a quick email or give us a call and let us know what your word is. Where do you think would be the best stepping off point for someone to get started if they've been inspired to, to pick their word. Number one is don't wait until January 1st. <laughs> ah. Yeah. So this is not just a New Year's <laughs> resolutions thing. Yeah. Like you could do it. If you're listening to this in the middle of July, pick a word for your year. Right. Mm-hmm. Just not? go yeah. for it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Bill, what do you think? What's a good starting point for someone? I'll probably ask my wife what my word should there be. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good answer. Hey, hey Joel, oh, what's my word? Excellent. <laughs> answer <laughs> I, I think for me I, I would certainly um, I think I would try to find a study or something I, that's just my personality I'd want somebody to kind of handhold me through it so I don't make the wrong choice that's my big fear I'm gonna pick the wrong word and then I'm stuck with it all year but I guess you don't have to be stuck with the wrong word if it's not working out <laughs> it's a whole dictionary <laughs> maybe your word is indecision it yeah, might be yeah. it might be <laughs> so with the voice of wisdom Denise where should we start I would start in prayer. Mm. Uh, I would just ask the Lord, you know, what do you want me to focus on this year? I want to learn what you want me to learn. So if you can show me, you know, in a quiet voice or in a loud, I mean, it's so funny because I heard that word quiet one day when I was praying and I had gotten quiet to listen and I heard this word quiet and then I heard quietness. And then that Sunday in church, our pastor used a verse, a scripture verse that had quiet in it. And then later in the week, I had a Mm. devotion that was about being quiet. And then I started getting, it was in December, and I started getting Christmas cards and this overwhelming theme in the cards that we were getting was about quietness. Wow. (laughs) I was like, okay, I get it. (laughs) I hear you. (laughs) That's really, really cool. What a neat experience. Well, I look forward to finding out how the rest of your year goes, your quiet year. (laughs) And Mark, your eggshells, man. I want to see where you wind up. I want to see how that impacts your, you know, your interactions with people. It sounds really cool. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And Bill, I guess guess you and I have some work to do. We'll uh, keep praying and thanking. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And talking to our wives, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Well, we hope that you find a word for your year. If you discover that word, let us know. It would be really interesting to find out um, where God has called you to be intentional in your life. And be sure to download the Bridge mobile app to get the latest podcast episodes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend. And you can get complete show notes on our website, 887thebridge.com. 